Hello, friends, and welcome to To The Point, the home services podcast that focuses on marketing and operational solutions to help you get better. Because if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Now, let's cut through the bullshit and get to the point. There it is. What's up, everybody? Chris Yano, your host of To The Point Home Services Podcast. What's up to my co-hosts, Mr. Tall Paul Redman over in North Carolina. Come on and raise up. <laughs> Was that, um, is, is that Nelly you just quoted there? Or am I way off? No, it's not Nelly, but it's like one of those type of guys. I can't remember. That's we'll really, I just out. totally dated myself because I'll bet you like Kyle never even heard that song a day in his life. <laughs> he probably didn't. Chris, it is good to be here. Today is a, a big day and a good day for To The Point. You know, we woke up this morning not knowing this was coming, but the ACHR news that many of our listeners uh, read, they get the hard copies, they get the digital copies, named us as one of the more influential podcasts in our space, which is, um, you know, that's interesting to us because we started this just to serve and give, and it has become so much more than that. So, man, it's a it's a good day at To The Point. Let's go. So, yeah, man, that's awesome news. It was pretty cool to see that last night. And uh, so to all of our listeners, thank you. Um, that's that's pretty amazing, especially in such a short time frame. And the volume of people that reach out to us has been has been really, really good. Um, the volume of downloads is is crazy. I can't believe how fast it's grown. It's a lot of fun. It's a hell of a lot more work than I ever thought it was going to be. So I don't. I bit off way more than I could chew, but I'm having a good time. Um, so I want to introduce our guests. I say guests. So we have uh, a couple of gentlemen that we've been we've been talking to for a few months now, um, and it's one of these deals that. Over the years, um, in my tenure of being in the home services space, um, specifically in digital marketing, so for those listeners who might be new, I'm the CEO of a company called Rhino Strategic Solutions, and we are only a uh, digital marketing firm for the trades. That's what it's been the last 12 years. So um, I've come across a lot of different companies. I've come across a lot of different people, businesses. I mean, you name it uh, over that time. And every once in a while, I catch one that I'm just really intrigued by, um, one that I really believe adds the most value to our customers because... At Rhino, our motto is we exist to grow your business, period. So not everything that we believe that our customers should be doing is something that we offer. So we have to find really good partners that we have vetted out that we believe can certainly help our customers grow because that is what we're in the business of doing. So our guests um, are a couple of the guys that that we have uh, recently created a partnership, a strategic partnership with, and I'm excited to have them on the show. I'm going to do a quick introduction. We've got Mr. Austin Haller, who's the CEO of Schedule Engine, and Ray Clark, who is the head of sales for Schedule Engine. Welcome, fellas. What's up, Chris? What's up, Paul? What's up, listeners? Super excited to be here today. I'll let Austin say a little bit of a hello, too. Yeah, uh, our, our pleasure. Happy to join. Excited about uh, the, the partnership mentioned, Chris, and, and uh, eager to, to, to jump in and, and, uh, and uh, answer a few questions. Wonderful. Yeah, I think this uh, started walking on fire together, Chris. So excited to be <laughs> uh, virtually in the studio um, doing this podcast today. Yeah, yeah. So um, to give that a little context, um, we met at an event in Jersey. In Jersey, and uh, went Jersey and, hometown. Went and walked on some coals, which if you've never done it before, is quite interesting. It's more of a mindset thing, but it's pretty interesting. It was a good time. Um, but you learn a lot about who you are as a human being when you're asked to walk on coals. 
So good times. Let's get into this. Um, now, Austin, what I think I would I want to how I want to start this thing off uh, is let's go ahead and share with our listeners a little bit of your background, um, what kind of how you even before you even got to Schedule Engine. Um, I, the path that's really important is to understand the why of how you got there. And I know, Austin, you're a Simon Sinek fan, right? I am a Simon Sinek So Sinek starts fan. with, yes. so, so, so let's, let's start with why. Start with why. So go ahead, yeah. brother. Start with why. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, sure. So, uh, I appreciate you uh, asking that question, Chris. So, um, yeah, I had a, an interesting uh, background. I, I had the opportunity, the privilege to to grow up in the trade. So, uh, second generation to uh, a large mechanical contractor uh, based out of Pennsylvania, Haller Enterprises. So, uh, my father, Rick Haller, started Haller Enterprises from his garage uh, in the house that I was was born in, and uh, grew over the span of of thirty years um, his company from a one man shop into a four hundred twenty five employee organization starting uh as as an electrician in the trades and then quickly adding hvac and plumbing and so uh i had the opportunity to grow up see that from from you know from the day i was born i'm pretty sure uh, we broke some child labor laws back in the day <laughs> as i was cutting duckboard at probably six years old and and uh, helping in the warehouse and and uh you Th- know, it, those it were called good. chores austin those were called <laughs> right, chores right, right. <laughs> Yeah, that's we'll, we'll, that's our that's our story. We'll, we'll stick to that. Um, and no, but but honestly, Chris, we'll see and learn uh, what a contractor goes through every single day to take care of their customers, to run a successful business, to take care of their employees. What the challenges are that that are faced, and watch that evolution from from a, a medium sized contractor at the time that I was really kind of plugging in and working to to a larger contractor, which was extremely informative and educational for me as I was, was growing up and kind of, you know, figuring out what I, what I wanted to do myself. Love it. So you've been in it for a long time with, even when you didn't even know you were in it, you were just doing chores. You're exactly right. I didn't know anything, any, anything else. So for a lot of the listeners who may not know this, I grew up on a huge corn and soybean farm and, um, farming sucks. It's hard. Um, and I was the only boy. Um, so I too was pulled in at a very young age, but I was doing chores. So whether okay. it's whether it's you can't farming mechanical like that's still like farming's a job, and uh, I got yeah. sucked into it early on. So if you've never detasseled corn, it's awful. Google it and see what detasseling corn is. That was my first job, but I did it for free. Okay, so let's keep let's keep going. Now um, the. The reason I believe that, uh, and one of the major reasons that we decided to create a strategic partnership with Schedule Engine was because of that history and that background and where it has come from and the knowledge base that it was, that has come, like, where you, how how it was constructed was, comes from that knowledge base of Haller Enterprises, which I think you said 30 years, was it 19, it was a stat, your dad started in in 81, is that right? 81, correct. Okay. So you've kind of grown up in it, I mean, and mm-hmm. you understand it. And um, and I we have a uh, another one of the, your employees who's extremely uh, intelligent, very bright guy, huge heart. Eddie got to have some conversations mm-hmm. with him, and and um, you have a lot of great team members along the way that have helped kind of um, add 
value to this product with their knowledge base. So it's not just like it's Austin Howler or, or Ray Clark. There's a lot of people that are behind the scenes to building this thing out over the over over time now. So, um, so then tell me the uh, segue into Schedule Engine. Now maybe first let's tee up high level quickly what Schedule Engine is for those who don't know. So let's tee up what Schedule Engine is, and then let's go from there into why you even started or how you started it, okay? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So Schedule Engine started as as a, a, a an online scheduling solution. Our focus from day one was to enhance customer experience for for contractors. Uh, as the story goes, we, you know, coming out of the contracting industry understood you know what we what we were capable of delivering in terms of, of a contract a, a customer experience and we also observed what consumers were increasingly expecting so being trained by other industries on demand service uh, easy easy to engage with their local providers and uh, and we we didn't feel like we had the tools the capability to deliver that type of, of experience ourselves and that's what inspired uh, the the founding of Schedule Engine was to really bridge that gap from what consumers expect and what contractors are equipped with to deliver. Uh, so so out of the gate, we started as as an online scheduling solution, similar to like an open table for restaurants, but for for contractors. And uh, since then, we've evolved significantly to move uh, from just being a product company to more of a a, 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 a service company, a professional service company that understands the trades, understands what consumers need who are engaging with the local contractors uh, and, and in position to represent contractors in a really effective way with a focus on delivering an amazing customer experience, converting more of those inbound leads to actual jobs, actual booked appointments, and, and doing so in a way that sets contractors up for success, unlike other services that, that have been out there today. Got it. So now that you've, I guess one thing that you recognized was, and something that we have to deal with quite often is really speed is a necessity. It's become more of a necessity as we go. Um, and which makes time, I believe as the most valuable thing that anybody has to offer. What you're trying to do is make this process of book, getting an appointment booked very efficient, very, you know, like it's fast, it's quick, you can get it done, you don't even need to talk to somebody because let's face it, like I've got a 20-year-old daughter who would rather text me than ever talk to me. Um, and now I've got a my son who's got his phone, he's nine, uh, he'll text me from the bedroom. Like he can't even come out and ask me something. But the point of that is, is that that's, um, you know, that's maybe a little extreme, but a lot of people right now would, would rather just, get on your phone and text it or book an appointment right. or order your food, especially like, you know, during now I was in the office yesterday and I ordered you know, DoorDash. I had to talk to anybody, order my food mm -hmm. to get it here. They left it outside the door, which is still weird to me given the scenario. But the point is, is that um, the reason that cell phones mobile has become so popular is because it's easier way of getting things done. It's a faster way of getting things done. And this is kind of falling along those lines. It's how can we, we still want to make sure we're taking care of our customers at the highest level we possibly can and we need to listen to them and understand what's going yeah. on in the market. And part of that is, you know, how can I make this as simple as possible for somebody to book an appointment with us? So. Exactly right. Exactly. Right. So has your, now, since you got, now how, how long has schedule engine been a business? Sure. So we, 
uh, we launched uh, to, to market at Service World late 2017. Uh, we actually had our, our first um, our contractors up and running live outside of beta, actually real, real customers in the middle of, of 2018. So a, a relatively new uh, company. So has your has your point of view changed in the last three years or how has like, I mean, what are you seeing from this? Because it seems like um, a lot of contractors in the industry haven't really adopted to the online booking piece of it. You think it's like a fear thing? Is it a, I don't, just don't know. I mean, like, what is your point of yeah. view on, on all that? So, um, so I think, I think it's a couple of things. First of all, uh, booking services, home services, HVAC, plumbing, electrical is not the same as booking a reservation at a restaurant. It's not the same as booking, uh, placing an order for, you know, for, for food delivery or even booking an Uber taxi driver. There are so many more variables that a contractor has to manage every single day. They've got different types of technicians with different types of capabilities that service different areas and different trades, different different geographical territories. Uh, there, there's an art to a diagnosing, figuring out what the inbound issue is and and uh, determining what the actual availability is to, to schedule that appointment. And uh, uh, you know, there hasn't been adequate solutions to effectively uh, do that to date. And so, you know, I think, um, you know, as a result, most of the online scheduling solutions that, that we see are your typical form fill, like tell me a little bit about your issue and we'll call you back, right? Uh, which is a, a very unsatisfying experience for a consumer. Uh, we take it to the next level. We think about our online scheduling solution, not as just a, a front end uh, kind of integration to the website, but rather a, a digital CSR. So our solution is built and designed to be configured to each contractor's business rules so that uh, our system can, can literally replicate the process that a CSR would go through and, and you know, replace that function for a homeowner who's on the website or engaging in web chat or engaging in text sms so that we can uh, meet that customer where they're at and and convert that lead into a real appointment just like a csr would notify and have you seen the 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 customers of yours who now have those capabilities have you seen that change over the last kind of you know six or eight weeks as we're going through this uh, the new contact lists, like service call, this type of those types of conversations. What does that look like for you? Yeah, it, it's a great question. Sorry, and and the the increase in activity, specifically as it relates to like like web chat and that type of engagement digitally, um, it has been over twenty five percent on an aggregate just within the last few weeks as a result of COVID. There's no question that this these circumstances have inspired uh, homeowners to, to, to increasingly engage differently with their contractors and has, I think, opened the minds of, of more contractors to, to getting creative and embracing you know, different alternative ways to, to do business with their homeowners. And those that have, I think, are, you know, are delivering a better customer experience, uh, are, are, are showing you know, more empathy to their customers and are, are uh, you know, I think, weathering this storm perhaps better than than others might um and you know i think that's that's one of 
this of, of this these set of circumstances is it's forcing people to think differently about how how to do business and while there's a lot of pain that that we're you know everyone is kind of is working through i think the creativity the innovation that these types of types of circumstances inspire uh will stick i think there'll be a lot of things that, that folks continue to do differently moving forward uh, based on what they've learned through this process. Yeah, and Paul, we were talking offline the other week and um, comes back to mind now. So Chris, Gary V101, convenience will win. And we're all consumers, right? Contractors, as business people, we're all consumers fundamentally. So we all get the customer experience side. Now, with some of the inefficiencies or the state of the union, what's been happening the past six to eight weeks, we can't forget that a lot of scheduling solutions are helping contractors be more efficient, especially when it comes to the technicians in the field, getting more visibility into jobs and streamlining processes. So I think that's a nice point to talk about. Yep, we're absolutely solving for convenience. How can we remove friction and make it just easier for homeowners to book appointments with their local home services company? But let's not forget about the advantages and the processes and the efficiency, the time back that CSRs, dispatchers, and technicians get, so. Um. Um, Austin, earlier you mentioned uh, that your technology bridges the gap between consumer expectations and a contractor's capabilities, right? We all as consumers have certain expectations when we interact with a brand. For instance, I know right now if I send Chipotle a DM, like they're on it, right? Whatever that is, whether it's Chipotle or Nike or Under Armour or whatever it is, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, what are the expectations that contractors as a whole are just leaving people like high and dry right now? What are, what are those expectations that they're missing? And tell me about how you guys try to solve that problem. Good question. Yeah, uh, great question. So, I, you know, it gets back to, to what Ray uh, just mentioned, the convenience and, and what Chris mentioned earlier, which is speed. So um, I think, we live in such an on-demand society today where everything is seconds away. And if it's not, uh, it, it's, it, it equates to dissatisfaction. And I think, um, I think those that, that, that get in front of that within our industry uh, have an opportunity to significantly differentiate and, and to win market share. And, but it comes down to, to time and speed. So if, uh, if I'm online, I want to book an appointment quickly and easily. If I'm engaging in a chat, I want to I want, I want an immediate response within seconds. Uh, if, if, I'm, if I'm calling into somebody, I want to talk to somebody immediately. I don't want to wait. Um, so you know, our, our solutions are designed to deliver that on behalf of a contractor uh, as quickly as possible. So from, from a web chat standpoint, from a text SMS response standpoint, uh, we, we pride ourselves on keeping those response times down to, to meet those expectations on behalf of contractors for their customers. Um, Ray, anything else you you would add to that? SmartAC.com. SmartAC.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. SmartAC.com does that. Lifetime warranty, insurance savings, filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem. Live tech chat, service providers, all of this with smartac.com. You've got to check it out now. No, the um, the only thing that comes to mind in our industry, we already got the cards stacked against us, right? Um, unlike my Chipotle burrito or my Starbucks coffee, 
90 people are looking forward to or happy about having to book an HVAC electrical or plumbing call, right? I'm pretty emotionally distressed. I love sleeping 60 degrees, blankets on, right? If my air conditioning is not working in summer, I'm pretty pissed, right? So we're already dealing with an emotionally distraught customer in many cases. And a lot of times, a water heater, a furnace, how many times, right? We think about the frequency compared to other industries. So that first interaction, we need to win. And it's not just scheduling and chat solutions, right? As you guys know from digital marketing, it's just we need to be where consumers expect us today, multi-channel, omni-channel, and we need to win that first interaction because, look, if I've been using tall Paul heating and cooling for 20 years, and you know what? In my moment of need right now, you guys aren't responding to me quickly. I'm, a, I'm ruthless as a consumer today, and I'm going to check out number two, number three. And sorry, man, if they're faster, still love you, tall Paul. But um, – <laughs> Yeah, but my Chris knee. Me up. But my knee was no, now. That's that's a that's a really good point, and I want to back up a little bit. Like our partnership with Schedule Engine isn't just about them solving the problem of helping our customers book appointments um, and convert customers. Now, I mean that's a piece of it, but I want to talk about the future, right? And we have kind of a glimpse into the future right now because we're all in this situation trying to figure out how to engage with consumers at a safe distance. What does that look like? What does contactless look like? I want to talk about the future. So you've, you've referred to part of your offering is kind of like the open door, right? But you've also referred to kind of the more robust um, solution as Teladoc. Like Teladoc, if you're in that space, is a big deal. Finally, that has tipped where people are like, if I have a sore throat, I don't have to go to the pediatrician, right? So tell me about, talk about the future, talk about the technology, talk about what you're building out as consumers' expectations are going to change uh, great segue, and, and uh, that is absolutely the direction that we see uh, you know, consumers uh, gravitating towards. Teladoc is, is the perfect example and, and kind of poster child for this. Um, and, and really, you know, the, the situation for, for home services is not that much different in that uh, there are there are expert technicians that that have answers to questions that homeowners that homeowners are, are asking and seeking answers uh, to. And uh, especially given these current circumstances, um, to be able to get those an answers to those questions quickly, get the advice and, and get the comfort of knowing, you know, what the situation is, understanding that situation is a, in a, a value that, uh, that, that lots of contractors um, can be providing to their homeowners, especially, especially during these circumstances. So uh, our, um, our vision at Schedule Engine has been to, to build on the live services model and and bring that component in to, uh, to our offering for contractors. So we started this uh, about a year ago, actually, guys, where we, we believe that this was a need outside of, of the COVID circumstances. We know that contractors today, their number one issue across the country is, is generally finding and keeping great technicians. That's the problem, right? There's not enough good technicians out there. So so the name of the game to be successful is making the most, being the most efficient, being the most profitable with the technicians that you have. Uh, wasting their time on nuisance calls uh, or, or, you know, creating, you know, uh, situations where uh, it's, it's, it's not ideal for them to be out in the field, on-call types of situations, et cetera, um, are, are all uh, the types of, of challenges that we can solve with remote assist. So our... Uh, expert technician virtual service uh, is, is, is made as a turnkey service for contractors to, to 
to quickly turn on. We can, uh, we can enable our expert technicians to be responding to issues in the field on behalf of, of a contractor, walking homeowners through potential diagnosis uh, over the phone, getting an in-depth understanding of what the actual problem is in the field, some cases actually resolving the issue. Uh, in other cases, uh, satisfying that homeowner, uh, easing you know the, the, the pain and the anxiety that they're potentially feeling and, and professionally diagnosing that issue on behalf of the contractor. So that contractor can ensure they're getting the right technician out to, uh, to resolve that uh, when, when dispatch is actually required. What we're finding with our existing uh, clients is that of the qualified issues, so not, not every issue is qualified to be resolved remotely, but of the qualified issues, 48% uh, of those can be resolved remotely, which, which makes for an amazing customer experience. This is, this is counterintuitive on the surface because most contractors are find, want to find ways to get their techs out in the field. Um, but if you think about it from the perspective of, uh, I want to get my techs out in the field, but I want to get them to the jobs that can make the most money, this, this makes a lot of sense. And, and, it, and it creates an amazing customer experience when a homeowner can get something resolved quickly without taking time out of their day to invite a technician into their home, and uh, and that's that's really you know the service that we've 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 been providing now for some time and, and has been accelerating over the last couple of weeks as demand has increased. Uh, the last point I would make on it uh, in, in summary is that uh, because of the type of information we're able to collect virtually, uh, contractors are are turning what used to be a two visit resolution into a one visit resolution. So. We're identifying parts and pieces that we're able to equip that contractor with so they can uh, be more prepared for that, that first time visit and solve that customer issue quickly. And that, that really is like disruptive for this industry. So as we're talking about it, like it's very simple, that, that requires really a shift in the mindset for contractors to, I don't wanna say let go of that part of their business, but introduce the technology and leverage it. How, what would you say to the contractor who says, how is something like that different than me just using FaceTime, right? Or asking different questions? Like, what would your response be to something? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, there's a couple of things. First of all, what we find is that most technicians are, are, are best in the field, and that's where the contractor is making the most money with those technicians. That's where they're, they're, they're best utilized. So we have the service that is, is much more cost effective for the contractor to leverage, to deliver the same customer experience. But, but continue to keep their techs out in the field where they're, they're, they're the most profitable. Awesome, awesome. Do, do you feel as if an Uber moment is heading to our industry? And what I mean by that is there was a day when that tipped, right? When, it, when Uber was some cute technology and then it started to go to other cities and then all of a sudden I'm a cab driver and I have no income. Like for anyone to think that that can't happen to their industry just because it involves refrigerant, I think is naive. That's my, um, that's my opinion. Okay. Um, but do we have an Uber moment headed toward our industry? Yeah, I think it's a great question. I think, um, I think w w one thing is for sure. One, one trend is, is, uh, is real. And that is that as technology becomes more accessible, uh, to small operations to, to small, you know, uh, uh companies or, or even just individual technicians themselves, they are more empowered to compete and and to deliver competitive services and to, uh, you know, attract and, and steal market share from larger contractors that are out there. And so I think pressure on larger companies, Haller Enterprises is, is one included. There's many other obviously out there, 
is to continue to find ways to, you know, to innovate, to create environments that attract those technicians to, you know, to, to those, to, to their companies and, uh, and stay ahead of that curve. But, but I do think that, yes, uh, as technology becomes more readily accessible, as, uh, as companies uh, and kind of newer generation of, of, of young contractors embrace that technology more so than, you know, previous generations have, uh, that there'll be, you know, a leveling, so to speak, of uh, across the industry over over the coming years. And yeah, you're the, absolutely right. Go ahead, Ray. I'm sorry. No, no, it's all good. I'll uh, I'm jumping for a quick tag team here. Well, what I think, Paul, is I think most people coming into COVID were even realizing our industry is not in a vacuum. We're in a pretty good space when we think about Uberization compared to some other industries, um, but people are starting to realize we're not in a vacuum, and when it comes to technology, it could be scheduling solutions, your website, just differentiating in your market. If you don't innovate as a business, things will happen. One, you can choose to change and innovate. Two, your competitor will beat you to it. Or three, the market will do it to you. And I don't want us to think there's some big, bad Uber wolf out there. But as a business, right, what I would encourage every, anyone to think through, the game's changing right now. We'll talk a little bit about the new normal. You can either adapt, you can wait for your competitors to adapt and leave you in the dust, or we see some of that Uberization where the market does it, does it to us. And I think if we look in the past five to 10 years, there's been a lot of other third-party companies that, again, market supply and demand have taken advantage and been grabbing the consumer, marketing directly to consumers to take a piece of that relationship. And contractors have had to react and figure out, okay, how can I play alongside these other, these other companies um, who are, again, taking a piece of my customer relationship? So that, that really jumps to mind, Paul, when I, when I think about the, the owner or an actual service business, adapt, wait for a competitor, or the market's going to do it to you. And, and that's a fact. That's so well said. And that's, again, back to our incentive in partnering with you guys and helping you guys serve more customers is when that day comes and if that day comes, I want our clients to be in a position where they have tools available and they don't have to look toward the big giant, whatever that giant looks like. And for those listening, the giant is going to be distributors and manufacturers, right? And people who are super well-funded and building out e-commerce and all those sort of things. But we are officially off the rails. So Chris, if you want to bring us back on the rails, <laughs> that would be... Um, no, actually, it was really good information. If I'm a contractor listening to this, my head's probably spinning and thinking, that sounds like a lot of stuff that I don't want to do. And and that's the beauty of this is that, um, and why this strategic partnership works so well for us is because you don't have to. Uh, this is the purpose of this software is it's not like it's your team having to respond to these questions. It's your team having to execute this thing. This is the purpose of schedule engine. So if I've learned anything over the last decade of working with home services contractors is I can go in and give the most dynamite keynote presentation. I see people taking pictures of screens and taking notes and coming up and talk to me afterwards. And they, then they go home and do nothing. So the action doesn't match the ambition and it's not because it's not, like they don't want to. It's just there's a lot of things. Everybody's busy, and I would be arguably even more so now. So you have to find people who can take care of this for you and do this for you and implement these things for you. And this allows you, the contractor, to get all these things, make yourself stand apart from some of your competitors, but not have to do it yourself. Do you hear me, listeners? You don't have to do it. So the big benefit here was Haller is what, 400 plus employee company, something along those lines, big company. Guess what? They want to be profitable. 
They want to be efficient. They want to put themselves out in front of their competitors. So this tool was birthed from that, utilizing the advance in technology. So it's a perfect storm, which is why it makes so much sense for us to have this partnership is that I believe in it, especially as we started rolling out these no con- these uh, no contact service call badges. And we gave out, I don't even know how, like in the th- th- sixth out, seventh, tenth, I don't even know, thousands of them. The point was you got to let the consumer know that they don't have to shake your hand. They don't have to see you. They don't have to talk to you. Like that's, that's not going to be a fad. Like this is just exposing what was already coming. And so Mm -hmm. this software allows you to become more efficient, which efficiency hits the bottom line positively. Okay. That's the way I looked at this was that I can't, I I could have taken time aside as to see, you know, to go and build that, you know, we have a hundred plus people at, at, you know, on our Rhino team, but like, that's not my core competency. So, Whenever I listen to everything that you just listened to, listeners, on the on the perks of utilizing Schedule Engine, if you feel like, holy shit, that's a lot of stuff, it makes total sense, and it gives me a competitive advantage, and I don't have like that, like they can just fill my calendar. Well, yeah, if if I, that's exactly the purpose of it is to do those things and to help you and kind of be that extension of of your company. Now. If I'm you and I'm using a, you know, some sort of field management software, like a, a service Titan or something, I'm wondering like, well, how does it integrate? Because that's one of the questions I had is we have, a, and we have a lot of customers that use a service Titan. So what I would like to do is kick that back to you guys to just kind of bring us into, I think we need them to understand, not know how, just know, understand how does the, if, if they, if there's something that they want to utilize with schedule engine, which we'll get to at the end of this, how does it work with their FMS? Can one of you guys explain that? Sure, it's a, another great question. So, uh, again, as contractors ourselves, we fully understand how important that efficiency is. We understand how uh, the field management system is is the core fundamental uh, system that is being used to manage the business. And uh, if we are going to be a, a, a digital CSR, we have to be able to function and, and, and integrate uh, very similarly to the way a, a, a human CSR would. So uh, that's been one of our, our core priorities as a company in Schedule Engine is developing strong relationships and integrations with as many of the best uh, field management systems out there that we can. And so uh, integration with field management system is is a part of the package is something that is available to contractors if they're interested in that. And, uh, and, and most of our uh, clients uh, uh, enjoy those integrations and those integrations enable a few things. It, it, it enables us to pull real time availability uh, that is based on the actual field management system or the dispatch board in real time to inform estimates of, of availability for homeowners. It allows us to push uh, work orders, job information directly back into the field management system. So all the information collected, whether it was through an online a scheduling experience, photos and videos captured, or whether it was a, 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 you know, a live phone recording or video recording can flow directly into the field management system, uh, automating that process and eliminating the need for uh, additional kind of CSR follow-up. Uh, so that is that is a, a, a big uh, you know competitive advantage of, of schedule engine as it compares to you know other any other solution that might might be uh, considered for these similar types of functions. 
How long, how long does this take to implement? Like if so, if somebody wanted to, to utilize it, how long does it take you guys to onboard? Because I know with um, some other companies, I won't mention any names, um, sometimes the onboarding process can be cumbersome and um, we try to avoid those things at all costs. But what does an onboard process look like with you guys? So the, the answer is it really depends on uh, the, the contract of the size, the complexity, and and the type of, of integration that, that may be applicable. Um, but best case scenario, uh, we're able to implement uh, somebody in the matter of a couple of days. So okay. two, wow. two days is, is, is for, for a relatively simple, simple application. Uh, that's the online scheduling, the, the, uh, the, the live web chat, text SMS chat, uh, and even the remote assist capability, it's days away. If we're talking about a, a more sophisticated integration or there's lots of business rules that a contractor would like us to account for, uh, we can accommodate that. It just obviously takes a little bit more time for us to learn that business. And in those cases, we're talking a matter of a few weeks to get set up and running. Okay. You know, whenever you have a that quick of a turnaround time, you're supposed to stretch it out to like a week. So you give your, <laughs> your execution team like time to have that. Like anytime I say well, I'm going to do something and I'm going to do it in two days, Usually our CEO is like, damn it, Chris. Like, and then, no, it's, it's not two days. It's two days like. Yeah. I know. I'm blocking phone calls right now. I guess, <laughs> black silence. At least so, two days. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Two. I think, yeah. I think for companies that get booked out two weeks, they can wait two days for this to work out. Yeah. Um, and, and like one thing I would add is, is, as you guys can imagine, the demand for some of these services are, is increasing right now. So, um, you know, if, if there is a wait uh, to, to get up and running, it's only because, you know, there, there are lots of contractors that are interested in this type of, of service. And, and we, uh, you know, ha have a process to work through that and prioritize effectively. But from point of, of actual engagement with somebody, uh, there's a little bit of information we need to collect and, and we are moving rapidly towards you know automating as much of that onboarding process as possible yeah we uh the, the luxury we have right we're not trying to replace existing people processes or systems we need your brain right because what we're doing is programming an online interface logic to follow the same exact questions if you hire a csr tomorrow great here's your scripting these are the questions you ask to intelligently get the right tech to the job we're, we're doing the same thing right through schedule engine so a nice luxury is your technicians business as usual your csr's dispatchers right takes five to ten minutes per call on a good day to book a job great um without lifting a finger jobs can flow directly into your system and turning that shift from being proactive instead of reactive wow. so um i you know i didn't grow up in the industry i kind of like paul i came from the uh, manufacturer side i started a carrier corporation and when i first dove into contractor call center operations the art and science of dispatching i was like holy shit this is pretty complicated and as you kind of swim through and figure out like what are the big pieces you got your field management systems right that's how your accounting inventory that's how i run a profitable business that's my heart and of course today you need a website you need digital marketing and what i had found and hopefully a lot of listeners resonate with this is before schedule engine it was a hodgepodge of you know apps or you know calendly and trying to retrofit like free services to fill customer experience right and customer support and you're like hey how does this work and like well we have this and that goes there and then this exports it and you're way like way too much shit. And, way and too much stuff way to too much 
And to your point, Chris, like contractors do not have to worry about these problems, right? We realized there was no solution geared on customer experience, customer support to fit between your website, your digital marketing, and between your field management system. And that was kind of a really big enlightenment for me that hopefully when people think, where does this fit in? What does it do? That's a simple answer, right? You got your digital marketing website. How can I connect that in to the systems, my field management dispatching software that I use every day? Yeah, I think I think this is just an, a super awesome, awesome offering product that you guys have put together. I commend you on it. Um, and what makes me feel so good about it is, I mean, I keep going back to it, is this thing was birthed from a successful home services company. Like you tried it yourself and it worked well for Howler before rolling this thing out. So you were your own guinea pig from the Howler Enterprises side. And, uh, Chris, one of the, uh, one of the funny things early on, I get to say all of this again, cause I'm not Austin, the visionary again, shout out to Eddie, um, Austin, Eddie, you think about the people on the ship, the people at Rhino, we don't talk about it enough, but, um, you know, when I think about trying to, to get on and, and learn some of these different dynamics and whatnot, um, I don't even remember where I'm going because I'm fanboying over <laughs> Austin and Eddie right now. But um, I I'm going to segue, and that thought that thought's going to come back to me. I recognize that that <laughs> I lost my way face. Um, happens to me too sometimes. Um, I'm thinking about Eddie's beard, his accent, and then all of a sudden you just jump off the cliff. Eddie McFarland is a uh, Eddie McFarland's an awesome human being. So um, great guy. Well, I, I'll tell you that I I, I want our our listeners, um, and we have quite a few listeners that are Rhino customers as well. Um, part of the Rhino family. Um, this was my thought process, and I think this will help. Um, anyone who, I we don't, we don't outsource. We do everything in house. So these decisions to partner come with a lot of uh, digging, a lot of thought, a lot of you know, does it make sense? Like, there's a lot that goes into it, and you guys are experiencing it because. It's just something we don't do. I would rather control it all in-house. Um, at some point, I got to let go, right? I have to. But here's where my thought process goes. Uh, through the years, you know, 12 years of doing digital marketing for home services trades, 12 years, the same thing every day. So we live in a parallel world. We're in this, doing the same things, just kind of different, you know, different tasks. Is I was really good at internet marketing. I'm really good. You know, Rhino was really good at, at residential add-on replacement and service lead generation, uh, HVAC, plumbing. Like that's where we're best at, and we do it every single day. So you get really good at figuring it out because every contractor wants the most amount of leads for the least amount of money. That's never changed in a decade. Um, but one thing that I've always done that's made us—I uh, shouldn't say—I I keep saying I because it was my vision in the beginning. But really, there's a massive team here, people that are accomplish, accomplishing everything. Is we constantly are trying to find solutions to do what's best for our customers because they don't have the time to stop, slow down and think about what they should be doing. So at Rhino, we don't just do internet marketing. We are really, really good at it. Exceptionally good at it, which is how you maintain a, a good reputation in 12 years of only being in this home services space. Cause I promise you, you piss off a couple people and you ruin your reputation real quick. So you do the right things, but you gotta be more than just a, 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 a lead gen company. So along the ways, we built out this big team of call, call listening and reporting team. It's called Rhino Tracks. If you have it, you know it's amazing. And it is human beings in this, in, in this office that listen to every single phone call that comes through the website. The worst job in the company is the Rhino Tracks <laughs> call listening and reporting team because 
They have to listen to home services companies' phone calls every single day. That's their job. But the purpose of it is, is that we have a responsibility as a company from Rhino to deliver facts and deliver results and leave zero question as to what we're doing. So if I bring in an install lead, I want to know the date, time, name, address, phone number, who booked the call, was the CSR, did they miss the objection, did they not miss the objection, what was the lead type, was it a drain cleaning lead, was it a service lead, was it an install, what was the lead? So a human being listens to that so they can also hear the tone of how the call is being handled. So that way we can provide immediate feedback to our customers to say, hey, Mary missed this objection or, or you know, Larry didn't get this right. Have them listen to the call right now and let's fix it versus waiting to the next month to do the reporting on it and losing all that money, potential money and, and close ratio, um, affecting the close ratio negatively. I don't offer call coaching. Rhino doesn't offer call coaching through all that time frame. But we certainly are doing CSR assessments every single month because we're listening to them anyhow. So we're trying to provide an additional service beyond what we're doing. So we started to roll out the live chat feature, and we called it Rhino Chat. We vetted so many companies in this process, and it took a long time to actively roll it out because it's much like... uh, Six, seven years, six, seven years ago, I tried to launch an after-hours answering service because I get tired of hearing after-hours answering services butcher the leads that come in for our customers. And I just still don't know of one that's like set apart. I really don't because there are a lot of really bad ones out there that just don't care like we care. But I tried it because I was trying to solve that problem for our customers. I thought, how difficult can it be? I know how a call should be answered, how I'd want it, you know, how I'd want to be talked to on the call. I know how to overcome objections because we're listening to every single call that comes through that for every customer. You learn how the call conversations are going over the years. And ultimately I couldn't find a way to make it even come close to being a profitable service. So it literally had to chop it off after two and a half years of trying. I don't know how call centers do it. It's got to be a volume game. I couldn't figure it out. The service itself was phenomenal. Anybody who had it will tell you the same thing but it wasn't worth losing as much money over it as I was, as I was losing. So I was bleeding. So from that, we roll all those people over to our call listening and reporting team. But I'm also understanding along the way that live chat is important because again, people don't necessarily want, want to talk to you. They just want to use the chat platform and Austin hit it on the head real early on. You can't wait 10 seconds to reply in a chat. Like you're vulnerable. If you wait 10 seconds to apply on a chat, like that seems unreasonable, but that's just the way it is. People expect to, you know, real-time result. Like, hey, I send a message. I'm no different. If I text one of my sales guys or I text somebody on my team, I irrationally believe they should be texting me right back. Like, I better see the three bubbles going across the screen like within seconds after I send that message, even though they could potentially be on a phone call and be unavailable. That's just how I think. It's unreasonable, I know, but I do believe that's how a lot of people think. The consumers are thinking that way. So we go down this live chat method, to try and solve that problem for the customer, you know, for our contractors. And what this has done is allowed us to take it a step further and take them all the way through the buying cycle into the, I mean, the booking cycle into getting it, getting it booked without any of their, like they don't even know what's going on. So all this is doing is playing itself out no different than, us adding the, the chat or making sure you add the text message feature on your Google My Business listing. It's a free service because people would text you. Those things keep working and they're going to continue to go. And so that's why I believe as we went down this path in my tenure of, of working with contractors of this makes sense. And one thing I pride myself on is we've always got in early to in the technology game and it always pans out. 
But where this works out so well is I genuinely, I mean, genuinely believe that it's what's best for our customers in the future. And all COVID did was uncover what was inevitably going to happen anyhow. And that is, if you didn't get on this technology bus and you don't believe that people don't want to talk to you, you're wrong. There's plenty of people that don't want to talk to you and it's, and the bus is moving forward and you got to make sure that you stay on that bus and you get the right people on that bus with you and the right partners on that bus with you because the bus is going to keep moving no matter what, no matter what you think. Okay. The reason text messaging, the reason live chat, all these things have become so key and critical is because people are using it more and more and more all the time. So all this is doing is taking them through the step, getting them booked. Back in the day, I built Rhino apps. Paul, this was even before tall Paul time. We built something like 3,000 apps for heating and air conditioning contractors. And people would be like, why the hell would I want an app for, you know, what am I going to do with a heating and air conditioning app? Well, the point was we built them and you could give them to your maintenance agreements customers to download so that way you could send the push notifications because the push notification read rate was like off the charts. And what it did was you would send out once a month, you know, monthly filter reminder changers, not non-sales approach, nothing like that. But the point was to keep the contractor top of mind, right? Because we were using technology. So we got way ahead of that game. We started building apps and then it became an absolute nightmare as there became 1500 different styles of screens you had to design for. And we let that thing go too. But um, I think we still have a couple hanging on. It's actually ended up how I met PJ at one point. But all to say, we've prided ourselves on chasing technology. And at this point in time, it doesn't make sense for us to build it in-house when someone like Schedule Engine has perfected what it should look like based on their own usage and their own home services partnerships with Haller Enterprises. It just makes sense. So that's the reasoning behind Rhino onboarding it and vetting out that process for those who give a shit. So guys, I want to ask you for this last piece of it to kind of tie it back in is can you, and I don't know if you're able to share this or not, but I mean, beyond Howler Enterprises, can you share a success story or success stories with some companies that are currently using it? Um, and again, if you can use your name, cool, because there's a good herd mentality that goes along with it. If not, totally okay. Maybe just share like the, you know, like the size of the company so people can, can match it up and something on those lines. So if you could even share a couple of success stories, that'd be great. Yeah. Ray, do you want to, you want to take that one? Do you want to share the uh, Agentis? Yeah, there's uh, a success story. Yeah. So I'm going to share uh, a success story. That's Chris is, is about chat, Chris and Paul. Um, before that, when I think of other kind of early, early customers with schedule engine um, companies like Jerry Kelly, I think when you think about online booking and multi-channel, it's not just your website. So what we see Jerry Kelly down in St. Louis, Steve Miles, Bethany and their team do a great job is figuring out, okay, if I'm already doing this for marketing, e-blast, direct mail, PDFs these days, how can I incorporate and what little customer awareness do I need to add to let my customers know online booking is now an option? We're not teaching a foreign concept. People use online booking and other things. And we see companies like Jerry Kelly booking over 40 online appointments in one day, um, Corey up at Comfort Matters and stuff. So there's a lot of what I call booking spikes that are top of mind when I think about some awesome companies. Um, but a specific customer story is definitely uh, a gentist. They're a plumbing company um, actually in Pennsylvania as well. Um, with COVID, when it was just breaking out, 
when we think about we have real industry trained customer support agents handling every chat interaction 24-7. So as COVID was breaking out, not only is it important that we're acting as a we're acting on behalf of each brand to make them feel a consumer feel like they're chatting with tall Paul Heaney and cooling. But what do homeowners want to know right now? Are you open? What precautions is your team taking? And, you know, can a technician come into my home? So, you know, kudos to Austin and, and the leadership team, but we have the foresight to understand, let's get ahead of this and let's make sure all of our reps aren't just industry trained, trained to be an actual asset for each company, but they understand the latest and greatest with COVID and can have these real empathy-driven conversations. Rolled all of this out, email comes in Saturday night, you know, it's either really good or really bad. And it was an email from the contractor because they can see the transcripts in real time. So 8.45 on a Saturday night, a homeowner chats in with one of our, again, schedule engine on behalf of Agentis, going back and forth, AO Smith, water heater, you know, 40 gallons, et cetera. And we, of course, we, we booked that real appointment directly in the chat after hours booking, turned into a couple thousand dollar service ticket, all great. What we're really proud about is when you read that transcript, our agent, um, I'll, I'll refrain from her name at this point, but um, our agent had a really human and empathy driven conversation. That homeowner had lung cancer. Their immune system was compromised. And when you think about what's scary, coronavirus, immune compromise, like that's a real threat right. and they needed heating and cooling services. So yep. yes, we booked that appointment, but we had a real empathy conversation about what the technicians do. Yes, they'll wear extra masks, made that customer just feel taken care of. And that's a great relationship that we're pretty proud of. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Jerry Kelly, great reputable company on St. Louis. I know them well. Um, 40, did you say 40 appointments a day? Did I hear that So right? they booked, I think it was 42 appointments Geez, maybe I can't remember what day it is, Chris. So this might have been a week or two ago, <laughs> and it's not even hot yet, right? Where for Game of Thrones fans, winter is coming. No, <laughs> summer is coming, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Steve Miles and the Jerry Kelly team, early adopter, continually leading the charge. They're doing some awesome stuff right now to give the, to the community. So shout out to Steve if he's listening. Hey, and I've read that chat transcript, and I just got chills again because I know exactly what it said. And hopefully, we can share this within our community. But there is no alternative to human empathetic conversation. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. no chat bot can understand Absolutely. that, right? So, oh, you just yeah. hit it. Oh man, you hit a sweet spot real quick because I know Austin's going to want to say something here. Is well, no, I, 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 what, go, go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. The the chat bot thing. Let me tell you. Would you send a robot out to talk to your customers? <laughs> would you? Is that like, would you, I mean, may, maybe in like 2040, like, I don't know what 2040 looks like, but I'm not, I'm, I, I, I know he, Paul hit the head on empathy. Uh, I just don't know how you get that from a robot. It's just not, I get the efficiency and the speed of it and all this, but it ain't, it's just not, not the way we do business. That's not what's real. And uh, I will never use a chat bot. <laughs> Austin. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> Bring us home, buddy. Uh, and so, yeah, listen, um, I com completely agree with, with everything stated. I think, you know, there's there's a, a balance between delivering an amazing customer experience and booking appointments. We're all in the, all, all in the game to, to you know, to, to convert inbound leads and turn those into appointments and make money. But 
uh, there's a human element to what we do. Most contractors uh, uh, pride themselves on taking care of their customers and pride themselves on the relationships that they develop. Uh, that is what we want to embody and uh, and enhance for for all of our contractors. And I I would just uh, you know call call out uh, another record with regards to online booking that we're seeing from from top uh, another top client uh, over the weekend recently. Uh, we've had uh, contractors seeing upwards of, of 175 to 200 Damn. in a day. Uh, and, and these, this trend, I say that to say the trend is, is, is clearly heading in this direction. Uh, and I think those contractors that get in front of it will, um, will, will, you know, enjoy the benefits, the benefits of it and, uh, and deliver the type of customer experience that their, their consumers come to expect. You want a fun stat about some of those weekend bookings. So for our weekend warriors, we had to check, we had to like triple check this data. One company in Atlanta, 25 online appointments came in between midnight and 8 AM going from Saturday to Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. For all those night owls out there on their smartphone, (laughs) Something breaks, it breaks. No judgment when you are getting to your to-do list. But again, East Coast time, double-checked, 25 online appointments between midnight and 8 a.m. I mean, that can fill, that can fill some weeks for some contractors. Yeah, right? baby. In those, um, but, in those online, those after-hours appointments, they got some money attached to them, 100%. Mic drop. Well, I want to finish yes, with this say, saying this piece, guys. I appreciate you guys have shared a ton of information, and, and it's really hard to squeeze it in. I think we're probably getting close to about an hour into the podcast, but um, I want to reiterate one quick thing. Um, We have a lot of uh, like these auto chat features that we use, even in our social media platforms that allow us to answer the question quickly and allow one of my, you know, myself or whoever's, whoever's managing our, our messaging platforms to get to it. I'm okay with that. Like that part makes sense to me. So you can kind of at least understand who needs to respond to those messages but I just don't believe that entire thing is handled by by a auto messenger or by a chat bot because it's just not, in my opinion, it's not the best way to get it done. It's not the right way to get it done, in my opinion. So I think you guys have created an amazing product, um, an amazing service for, for your peers, really. I mean, that's what you did. And you rolled it out, and there's great success stories because it continues to work. And, Ray, I appreciate you sharing those little things because it's easier to relate to that when you can hear those real numbers, understand how those real numbers would actually impact your business. And those are things that get me excited is exactly that. So guys, thank you so much for hopping on to the point. Glad to have you guys on. We are excited about our new partnership and actually getting it rolled out. We're in the hurry up and wait phase of building it all out internally, which is the most brutal phase for me. I get in the way too much and then I got to bring somebody else in to fix the shit I just broke. And that's what's happening now. But we're really close to rolling this thing out to the masses. This is ultimately the beginning and this is the first time we're announcing the partnership. Thank you guys for uh, trusting in us as that, uh, as a partner to, to as a strategic partner for you as well. We're excited listeners. We certainly hope you had a lot of good takeaways today. Um, if you have any interest in learning more or getting more details, like the costs associated to all this stuff of using Schedule Engine, you can certainly reach out to the show directly to the point. Go to the Facebook page, Instagram. You can email. Uh, you could also email um, Schedule Engine directly. Would you guys like to share some contact info? 
Yeah, Austin's probably getting blown up from uh, onboarding since he dropped the 72-hour onboarding timeline. So we'll uh, I'll take this one. But yeah, if anyone's interested, Ray, R-A-Y, Ray at ScheduleEngine.com. Reach out in an email, LinkedIn, Ray Clark, and eager to hear and just have some great conversations. I think what I heard him say was he was going to give Austin's cell phone number. That's what I heard. <laughs> You email me, and then I give you Austin's cell phone number. That's so, how it works. So, <laughs> listeners, just make sure that you mention to the point. That way they take real good care of you. Is that fair, guys? <laughs> That's more than fair. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, totally listeners. <laughs> Go ahead, Austin. No, I, 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 I want to say uh, thank you as well to, to, uh, to you, Chris, and the team, and for, for, for this podcast uh, series and, and what you're doing to, uh, you know, to, to spread the word on, you know, uh, trends within the industry and, and keep folks, uh, you know, up to speed and educated. Uh, we're, we couldn't be more excited about the partnership with Rhino and the team and, and looking forward to, uh, to next steps as well. Yeah, man, I really appreciate that. Thanks Austin. And, and, and likewise, you know, like I said, we're equally as excited about it too. And um, so listeners, if you don't, if you don't know about scheduling, you know, now figure it out, get, get ahead of the game, use it. I promise you just by adding that, you'll put yourself light years ahead of a lot of your competitors now. So listen, it's working. It continues to grow because people are using it. And just like they shared, like the stats don't lie. Numbers don't lie. So any questions, reach out to them, reach out to us directly. But thank you for listening again to The Point. Until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to To The Point. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please consider leaving us a review in the App Store. And don't forget to share with your friends. Till next time, kick some ass.